The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. I just uh, am reading a text uh, from Joe Ranieri. This is unbelievable. I will beat Dennis Bernstein's ass, and then I'm I'm better than him. I'm better than you. Carver High, Mafia put together. You screw me over. I will beat your ass, Pharrell. But you do look fantastic today. I have to say that. Have a nice day. Uh, this is unbelievable. Joe, I really don't have time for all these messages in the middle of the show. If it's okay, can we just, can we hold that over until, can we take all the fighting out into the parking lot? Can we just, you know what I mean? It's just unbelievable, this guy, Joe Ranieri. Uh, unbelievable. All right, Kyra, right. do we got a little boxing to start it off here in the uh, yes, Cinco we can hour? Start off. <laughs> Let's start off with the boxing if you want. It looks like the Wilder Fury 3 is going to take place hopefully by the end of the year in December. That's the sound of it. I give to you, Scotty, the current odds for that fight, if and when it does happen. Tyson Fury at FanDuel, minus 350. He, of course, beat his you-know-what around in in, uh, Vegas a couple months ago. We were there. Deontay Wilder, plus 250. So there you go, Scotty. There's your odds for when these guys finally dance in December. What do you think? Well, you know, first of all, West Ham just scored in the 89th minute to take the 3-2 lead on Chelsea with a huge uh, goal into the left corner on a breakaway. Uh, Great play, great move. Uh, Guy busted off a move in the box and and made a beautiful kick into the corner. They needed those points like nobody's business. They're going to end up beating Chelsea, it looks like, unless Chelsea can score an extra time. As far as Fury goes... Excuse me. I think that um, Fury, I, I'm surprised it's not minus 500 at FanDuel. Uh, the way he beat his ass, the way he pummeled his ass, you cannot tell me on any planet that Deontay Wilder doesn't know what's coming. I mean, he has got to be. When someone, here's the deal. When someone beats your ass in anything, like in a fist fight, playing basketball, hockey, playing in the NHL, playing street ball, Play boxing, MMA. Mafia knows this is true. Once you get your ass beat by someone, you're afraid of them. That's it. You know that they can beat your ass. You're never the same. He's not going to beat him. He got beat so bad. He's like a dog afraid of the owner that beats him. It's that simple. Uh, the dog peers around a corner knowing the guy that beats him's right in the other room. He ain't going in there. Uh, Fury will beat Wilder's ass again as sure as I'm sitting here. I'm surprised it's not minus 750. Now, do you think that he goes – now, let's say he beats Wilder again, which you believe he's going to do. You think it should be higher than that. Then he's going to fight Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua allegedly twice next year. After those three fights, Tyson Fury still the under, you know, undefeated, undisputed, the whole deal, heavyweight champion, or does he somehow trip in one of these three fights he has coming up over the next year? That's a great question. I think he wins all three fights because I think 
Uh, Anthony Joshua is a poser. And not only that, I think that, um, you know, in, in terms of who he's fought, his rap sheet for fighting, his, like, resume is pathetic. And the people that he's fought are pathetic. And I believe that Deontay Wilder would absolutely destroy Anthony Joshua in a fight. If they fought, which we waited for for years, I think Wilder would have killed him. Killed him dead. And I believe Wilder can beat Joshua anywhere, any day, six ways till Sunday. So I know Fury's going to beat him. He'll beat him twice. I think Fury will win all three fights, and I think uh, Tyson Fury will retire the undisputed heavyweight champ of the world. After those three fights, there's no one left on the horizon at all, and there's nothing left to fight for. And he'll have made three, $400 million in those three fights at least maybe he might even make more than a half a billion dollars when it's all said and done. I believe he'll retire. He's already threatened to stop fighting several times. He doesn't need it. Uh, he says boxing doesn't fulfill his life. Uh, he likes fighting. He likes winning. He likes being the champ, but I don't think the uh, fights are that many left in his uh, repertoire. I think he'll fight three more and then he'll be done. Tyson to turn 60 before he goes Please. and fights him. So maybe that fight will be on the horizon down the road as well. Uh, our friend Bob Aram, who has been on Coast to Coast before, he says that Lomachenko is going to fight Lopez in September. Scotty, are you excited for that one? That's going to be a great fight. Uh, I think Lomachenko is a very unique fighter. Uh, one of the best uh, boxers, pure and simple, in the world at his craft. His technique is different. His training is different. Everything about his angles are different. Uh, I think the guy throws hands from angles like I've never seen before. I think he's one of the best fighters I've ever seen. I think Tiafimo Lopez is a great fighter as well. It's going to be an incredible fight. My problem is, uh, you know, it's a really tough fight to bet on because Lopez is that good. Uh, I think the odds will be very tight, and uh, I've never seen Lomachenko even come close to losing, so I'd have to lean toward Lomo there. You're going to lean Lomo in that fight, huh? Look at you. I'm going to go with your boy Lopez, Scotty, because I've been waiting for somebody to put this guy Lomachenko on the ground. I'm tired of hearing oh. of the mystique of Lomachenko. I'm tired of this guy. I don't want to hear it anymore. Oh. I think that Lopez takes him down. What do you think about that? Wow. I mean, like, how do you like them apples? Like, that came out of left field. All right, so now we got a little betting uh, prowess going. Uh, I can't wait to hopefully go to that fight with you and then uh, get drunk, and then you can give me a bunch of money when Lomachenko beats him. They probably won't let us go to that fight. There's going to be no fans probably at the fight, right? <laughs> no. I'm going to all the fights, and I'm going to go to that Tyson fight. Uh, right before Christmas as well. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We never talk bad about people on the show in the breaks, except <laughs> always. <laughs> All right, Carver, right, let's talk some baseball. Yes, let's get to Major League Baseball, where players, of course, uh, are going to start to get tested when they start showing up tomorrow to their respective sites. Uh, teams say that they cannot ID the players 
who do test positive. Now, they're going to get put on this list during the season if they do come up with that. So people are just going to basically figure it out. You put one and one together, you are going to get two. And Ryan Braun isn't quite sure, Scotty, that Major League Baseball season will even get played. And they're supposed to start in, what, three weeks? So Ryan Braun not on the page right now. I mean, I'm worried. Aren't you worried uh, that uh, all yes. like the only thing that matters to me is, frankly, uh, I, I have to put them on an even par uh, in concert with one another. I want to see the Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs. That's what I care about. I don't care about those eight games. I don't care about their training camps. I don't care about anything. I want to see games that we can bet on. Now, if baseball starts all the better. I'll be betting on every game every day like I always do. I love it. I hope we have all three. But I'll be honest with you. If, if baseball didn't happen, uh, I could live without it. I know you guys uh, have said if, if it's on, you'll watch. So will I. I won't deny. I'll bet on it and watch it. But I can live without baseball. I think baseball has gotten stale and boring. Uh, I like October baseball only. I think the regular season in baseball, I'd rather honestly uh, try to get laid than watch baseball. Can you say that on TV? Well, you just said it. Uh, the reason why they are going to have a bigger problem than these other sports is we know it. We've talked about this to no end. Uh, they're going to be in one central location, and every three or four days, the baseball players are going to be all getting into a tube and flying all over the country. So there's where the baseball players are immediately going to have a problem as opposed to the hockey and the basketball players. Toronto Blue Jays have been cleared to go and hold camp in Toronto, so they got out of Dunedin, as we know, with all the spiking happening down in Florida. They will now head up to Toronto and start getting their camp going. Let's move on to the Yankees, Scotty, and general manager Brian Cashman, who spoke to the media yesterday. He says that he's very optimistic about Aaron Judge and that he's going to be hopefully ready to go. Here is Cashman, courtesy of the Yes Network. Well, I think the next uh, coming weeks will determine that. He, uh, where he's at physically is he feels good. Um, you know, he's done you know, some throwing program and he's done, you know, he's swinging the bat against the machine, for instance, and, you know, which is as close to, to live game actions as you, as you can get without an arm being cocked against you. And so I think, uh, you know, this next three week period, you'll see him uh, right away being dropped in the deep end of the pool and facing live pitching and, and seeing where that takes us. I have to tell you, Carver High, it is truly amazing to me. Uh, it's beyond reproach that this guy is that young and that injured. I mean, it is amazing to me how that guy is like peanut brittle and he's such a badass and he hits these towering home runs. He throws people out on a rope like Dave Kingman and, and uh, Dave Parker throwing guys out with these uh, cannons from the outfield. Guy's an incredible specimen, but he can't stay healthy. It's amazing to me that a guy that young is injured as much as he is. I have no faith at all anymore in Aaron Judge staying healthy. He reminds me of Cespedes, and Stanton is no better. I mean, Giancarlo Stanton gets injured turning off his alarm clock in the morning. It is That guy gets injured drinking water. I've never seen anything like uh, two superstars that never play like Stanton and Judge. I don't buy Aaron Judge anymore. I know everyone loves him. Too bad he never plays. But he's such a superstar that never plays. He reminds me of Kyrie Irving, too. All talk, all hype, all TV, all commercials, all endorsements, and never plays. Whatever, you wussy. Yeah, I couldn't take the Stanton stuff anymore because along with that yesterday, Cashman actually said, you know, Stanton, you know, we think he's going to be okay to DH. You know, we're, I don't think he's going to be able to play the outfield, but he's going to be able to DH. The guy's played five games in two years now. You're telling me that he's still not ready? Not that I want him running around in the outfield over, you know, Hicks or, or Gardner, these guys, but you're telling me that this guy still isn't ready to play the outfield if they needed him to? It never ends with that guy either, Scotty. Never Stanton. And, and, I'll, and I'll give you this. I don't even think he can DH because uh, he can't stay healthy to do that. It, you know, swinging the bat. I think the guy gets injured pulling the bat out of the bat box in the dugout. When he has to reach for the bat and pull it out of its sleeve, he gets injured. And when he gets in the in the uh, warm-up uh, and he's standing on the field and the you know, batter up next, and he's standing there taking swings, he gets injured. And let alone when he goes to the plate, he gets injured. But let alone letting him play in the field. Are you kidding me? The guy will fall apart like a Lego. He's like, that. what's that game where they pull the wood out? Uh, Jenga? Jenga. The guy falls down. Jenga. 
He's like, Jenga, your boy falls down every time. I mean, he is impossible. I mean, you can have him. What a deal that the Marlins got rid of him. They knew. They must have known that he was a hack because he never played. Screw him, too. It's absolutely amazing. The Yankees were supposed to play the Chicago White Sox at the Field of Dreams in Iowa. They are not going to be playing each other this season in the 60-game schedule. So now it looks like the St. Louis Cardinals will be the team that plays the White Sox in Iowa. So we're still going to get the big Field of Dreams game, Scotty. I know you were excited for it. Well, I heard the inside story was is that uh, the Yankees wanted no part of going to the state of Iowa. Great state. I love Iowa. Uh, big fan of Iowa, and I've been there a million times for Indiana basketball and football games, uh, at Kinnick Stadium, you name it. But uh, the reason they didn't want to go is because of all the racists in the football program. And they want no part of the state. So the Yankees said, we're not going to Iowa because Kirk Ferentz runs a racist shop down there in Iowa City. Can't be around the racists. So that's why they're not going, because Kirk Ferentz still has his job for some reason. Guess Ferentz will not be sending a Christmas card to the Steinbrenners this year, it sounds like to me. <laughs> Your boy Spencer Torkelson, Tork, has signed his deal with the Detroit Tigers. He'll get a cool $8.4 million, and Tork will become uh, the new crown jewel of the Tiger organization, right? Matt Kemp signs with the Rockies. They lose Ian Desmond. Now Matt Kemp, with pretty much nothing left in the tank, will he give the Rockies anything, Scotty? I say no. I mean, uh, you know, the guy tolls, they found him behind the airport. He's like homeless and he's uh, got mental health issues and everybody's worried about him. He's a drunk and and using drugs and everything else. And he's lost his mind. Uh, He's got a better chance of making it, in my opinion, than Kemp. And I'm not making fun of the guy's problems. I feel horrible for the guy's problems, without a doubt. But Matt Kemp is washed. 43% of the top baseball ops employees are from the Ivy Leagues. Need to be smart and know charts and graphs to get involved in baseball nowadays, Scotty. The minor league season, we knew that this was going to happen. It officially happened yesterday. There will be no minor league season for baseball this year. The Oakland Athletics will charge you $89 to put a cardboard cutout of Pharrell in the dump stadium that they play in. Are you going to purchase one? Yes or no? I think uh, Sports Grid should do an entire section of, you know, frankly, how good I look today on television in the seats, like an entire section of cutouts of Joe Ranieri getting me to look this good on television with no makeup. And uh, one other thing, the Ivy Leaguers, this is the same problem we have with this Haro guy. He's a Harvard guy. He thinks he's smarter than all of us. Is there anything worse than the guy that thinks he's smarter than you at the party? Don't you just want to punch him in the face? Haro's another one of these Ivy Leaguers. They get all the best jobs because they are smarter than us, and they make you feel stupid. That's why we hate those people. Shohei Otani was a two-way sensation when he came to the Angels a couple years ago, being a pitcher and a hitter. He had to take a break from the pitching, of course, with some injuries. The Angels now say he will go back, Scotty, during this 60-game season to doing both. Could be a big advantage of him with the way, if he can get back to how he pitched that first year. I think he's amazing. Uh, I think it's fun watching the guy uh, pitch and even more fun watching him hit home runs. He's an incredible superstar talent, and he's worth the price of admission. Uh, You go watch Trout and Otani. That's why you buy seats in Anaheim. You mentioned the family, of course, of Andrew Tolt, the Dodger outfielder. He really needs help right now. He was caught, of course, in the back of that airport. The Dodgers and the Angels should try to build a younger fan base with some earlier start times. Why not, Scotty? If there's not going to be any fans in there anyway, that's where they start so late. Why not just play the game a little earlier and let some people watch? I think the Dodgers should do everything in their power to help Tolls uh, and get him into a hospital and get him the help that he needs and uh, do something for a guy that played for their organization. It's embarrassing to me what's happened to that guy, and it seems like nobody cares except his family. You're watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Pharrell on the bench. Well, now the Yankees and the Astros under this proposed, you know, format, if they play it all this year, it won't be till the playoffs. So that I think would have a lot of intrigue. The Sports Grid Network. 
Hey guys, Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want the capping edge? Get on the grid. This just in. It's official. The NFL shortening the preseason from four games to two in the league. Also informing teams there will be no supplemental draft this season. College football five-star defensive end Dallas Turner announced his commitment to Alabama. Turner gives the Crimson Tide two five-star recruits for 2021. Mac Brown in North Carolina, the only other school with multiple five-star athletes. Five of the top 13 recruits still undeclared. Kansas City Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Jones may opt out this season. He is franchise tagged in March, but a Failed to ink a long-term extension this offseason. It's possibly he won't play with a new deal. Tag players have until July 15th to sign a multi-year deal. Bradley Beal still undecided whether he'll participate in the NBA restart in Orlando, but the Wizards star says he will not be swayed one way or another. Beal's absence would make the Wizards' pursuit tough. They lost Latvian sharpshooter Davis Bertans, who opted out. 27-year-old Beal averaging close to 31 points a game and 6.1 assists. Star of the 76ers Ben Simmons will be in the lineup once the NBA restarts in late July after suffering a lower back nerve injury in February. The team said he is ready to go and made a full recovery. Simmons averaging just under 17, 8.2 assists and 7.8 rebounds per game. Los Angeles Clippers coach Doc Rivers says he will be very surprised if Lou Williams doesn't suit up once the NBA returns. Sweet Lou averaging 18.7 and 5.7 assists for the clip joint. Resuming the NBA bubble will not come cheap. Operations at Walt Disney World in Orlando set to cost the league $150 million so far. According to ESPN, the league would have lost approximately $900 million in revenue from national TV deals if the playoffs were canceled. Iona head coach Rick Pitino calling the NCAA to push the start of the 2020-21 season because of the pandemic. The Hall of Famer also proposed limiting the regular season sched to conference play. Uh, Toronto and Edmonton will serve as the NHL's two hub cities barring any last-minute complications. Vegas was the front runner. They gone. NHL players will also return to the Olympics if the league's modified CBA is finalized pending agreement with the IOC. The participation would include the 2022 Olympics and 2020 26 winter games. Six players from Dallas FC testing positive for COVID-19. Two players testing positive on their arrival into Disney Resort for the June, uh, June on June 27th, ahead of the MLS tournament that begins on July 8th. Golf, Bubba Watson and Harold Barner beat Jason Day and Wesley Bryan three up in today's charity match in Detroit. Bryson DeChambeau, the favorite, six to one at FanDuel Boxing. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder's camps are considering dates for their trilogy bout with December 19th being the date under consideration. European soccer action, busy, busy day in the EPL. West Ham United, a big 3-2 upset win over Chelsea. My neighbor's going ballistic. Arsenal hammered Norwich City 4-0. Newcastle United beat Bournemouth 4-1. Hope you had the over in some of these games. Everton, and they upset Man City 2-1. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your Sports Grid News update. You're caught up to date. Now back to Scotty Farrell on Coast to Coast on the Grid. I like it. I like it. We don't need four preseason games. Uh, I know Gabe and I are degenerates. We bet on every game, but you know, we can still bet on the two, you know, just get warmed up, get ready to rock. And uh, I have no problem with them slipping in in half. I think moving forward, they'll probably have three preseason games, but I got no problem with two right now. Yeah, I don't know. I got to be honest with you, Scotty. I got so much money on games and fantasy leagues and stuff. I like to stay at home. I know that's probably not the thing to say, but you know what I mean? You got TVs here. We got the in-game live shows, live betting. If I get wasted at the game, click, click, click. I'm a little slow on my reflexes. That's not good for business. If we're on a Tootsie Roll in a heater, we need to be very, very quick when we get our bets in. Instead of seeing the spinning wheel that just keeps on spinning, spinning, I need to get through. I'll tell you, buddy, uh, I just like to stay at home, have some suds, uh, watch the game and with the Sportsnet crew. We have a good time and we love to bet live. So being at the game can get you distracted. Yes. Yes. Instead of paying my land taxes, it's great. I win money on golf, Scott. Hey, 3,900 in land taxes. Hey, your toilet broke. Like it would be, I would love to be Bobby Bonilla. We have a lottery called cash for life here. And yeah, every month just receive back. Hey, another check. It sounds like a winner to me. And Darren Williams too, of the Brooklyn Nets, this guy's getting paid for life. It sounds like the, Hey, I don't know what we're doing, Scotty. I heard your rant about 65. You want to get uh, onto a beach. So do I. And I'll tell you something about Rick Harrell. Hey, Rick, don't mock my uh, Ben Hogan, Walmart golf shirt. My lady didn't like that too much. She's pissed. Sorry, we all can't dress like Rick. <laughs> oh, I'd put that guy in a pretzel.
You have no idea what I do to Rick Haro, but that's that's a story for another day. He's a friend of the program, but hey, Rick, you know, tone it down on on my car and uh, golf shirts. You're getting close. Yeah, you're getting close, buddy. You're gonna get your ass beat with your underwear on the TV set. All right, uh, Cam, great stuff. We'll see you tomorrow. You got it, Scotty. Have a good one, brother. All right, there he is, Cam Stewart. He's crazy. I love that dude. All right, Carver, hi. I know there's a big baseball story uh, breaking. Yes, uh, Rob Manfred today did a couple. Uh, did one interview on the Dan Patrick Show. You're going to like this quote, Scotty. Here we go. The reality is we weren't going to play more than 60 games no matter how the negotiations with the players went. So it looks like we did all of that for weeks and weeks for, for show, I guess. That's pretty much what it sounds like from Rob there, right? Well, that's exactly uh, what happened because uh, they could have been playing baseball. Uh, frankly, this weekend was the original plan, and they wasted uh, three months with their BS and rhetoric. It was all a game uh, at our expense, and I think they deserve, frankly, the wrath of sports fans, let alone baseball fans. I think these players uh, should be booed and insulted uh, at every turn and every chance we get because uh, – they have all proved to me, and they always had proven to me, that they're greedy. It's all about money. They don't care about anything. The baseball players, I've said this on the show a million times, every athlete, all of them, pro athletes, all of them, 100%, I don't believe for one second, not one of them, not one of them is in it for any reason other than money. They're all in it for money, and uh, Manfred is in it for money. He's in it for the owners to make money. Uh, the NBA and Silver, he acts like he's the player's best friend. He's money's best friend. Uh, and television contracts. And hockey. Batman, no different. Money. It's all about money. Money, 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 money. There is no other reason for anything in pro sports, let alone college sports. It's all about money. Would you like a throwback baseball clip before we move on to the football? Can I indulge yes. you with something that happened on this day in 2004? Can you please play the clip? There we go. One, two. He loops out to left field. Going to be a tough play. Jeter on the run. Makes the play. Wow. And flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. You could see the redness in his face. He oh, caught yeah. the bar of that uh, box. What a play. Oh, my wow. goodness. Yeah, and then I remember uh, when he smashed into the uh, seats and, and cut his face up. Uh, and the other thing I remember uh, about that game was uh, my boy Flash with the walk-off yeah. uh, game-winning hit in extra innings. John Flaherty, who I work out with uh, periodically at the gym. Uh, great guy, John Flaherty. I'll never forget when he did my radio show on Howard Stern uh, one day, and the language was so deplorable on the air that he said he would never do my show again as long as he lived. And then now he works out with me, and he knows that I'm a good guy, and that I was working on a porno channel at the time. He didn't know he was going on. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Flash, Flash had the winning hit that day. I believe Tanyan Sturtz was the winning pitcher for the Yankees in that game. I remember that game very well. Besides just that? the Jeter dive into the stands. Let's get to the football. You and Cam brought it up. They're going to knock off two weeks of the preseason. So the first and fourth week, those games that were scheduled, those are going to be out. So only two weeks now, Scotty. So you got a little bit of extra time before the first preseason game. And now you got a little bit of extra time between the last preseason game and the start of the regular season. Good idea because uh, nobody likes those games anyway. So uh, there's only a couple things worse than preseason football. Uh, baby showers and when your wife makes you go to like relatives' houses for barbecues or for graduation parties. So 34C said to me this week that, uh, that like her cousin's kid is graduating from high school and they're having a big uh, barbecue party and uh, they're going to go celebrate her graduating uh, from high school. And I said, have fun. I'm not going. I don't care about your cousin. I don't care about her kid. I don't care about you or any of it. I'm not going. And I'm not going to your Pharrell and baby shower either. I'm not going. They suck. I'm bored. Don't mess with me. I'm not going. I want nothing to do with these people. I hate you. 
There you go. That's how you handle that problem. You definitely described how I feel when you bring up an NFL preseason game. You hit the nail on the head right there. Uh, the Steelers are optimistic about fans being at their home games. It sounds like, though, Scotty, that if some of those fans want to go to that home game or others around the NFL, that they may have to sign a COVID waiver to go to the game. That was reported today that the NFL may make fans do that. Is that a good thing? Well, listen, uh, I think it's inevitable that uh, everyone's going to have to do it to go into any sporting event anywhere for that matter. And I want to say this. I paid five grand for my uh, or something like that for my Steelers season tickets. And um, I'm not interested in paying five grand to go have some dude sneeze on me uh, at Heinz Field. Uh, I'm starting to think that I want to push that money to 21 like the Jets are allowing their fans uh, to do and several other uh, Bears are doing it. I think people should have the choice by law, by law. No one should be forced to, uh, like I paid for these uh, Steelers season tickets. I should be forced to have to go to games when the whole world's dying of COVID. And I got to be forced to go to Heinz Field to have some, you know, fat ass breathing and sneezing and coughing on me. Good luck. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have a good time trying to sell them on the secondary market as well if they don't make you uh, turn those seats yeah. into the following year. Hey, you want to uh, sit in my COVID seats? <laughs> Rodney Harrison, of course, former NFL player. You see him on Sunday nights on the NBC Game of the Week. He isn't sure, Scotty, if the NFL can even have a season. Let's listen to Rodney Harrison from the Pro Football Talk podcast yesterday. Well, everything the CDC has said talked about six feet away, making sure you wear your mask and making sure that you stay inside the house. Guess what? Football, you have to you have to breathe on people. You have to tackle people. You spit on people. Guys have cuts. Guys cough out there. You can't tell me if I have two or three kids at home or an elderly parent that lives with me that I'm going to be comfortable going out there practicing entire week, not knowing what the young guys, not knowing what the old guys are going to do after practice, going to restaurants and things like that. I'm not going to be coming. I'm not going to feel comfortable coming home um, to my family when I have kids and things like that. It's just, I don't know how we're going to have a season, bottom line, Mike. I just, I don't know how they're going to do it. I like uh, Mike Florio a lot. He's been on my show a million times over the years. I think Rodney's uh, dead right, and I think he's uh, fantastic on that uh, show, and I think he's uncomfortable on Sunday nights on network television. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, Carver High. As you know, you want me to be a, a critic here too, right? Like, uh, it, I, I've never liked Rodney and Tony on that broadcast. I think it's terrible. I hate to say it. I like uh, Peter King, though. I do, too. I'm with you 100% on these Sunday night broadcasts. It's uncomfortable. Broadcaster. It's, it's uncomfortable, and you know it. I, I, I agree with you. I can see exactly where you're going with that. Another broadcaster on Sunday afternoons, former Steelers head coach Bill Cower, he agrees. He doesn't know if the NFL can pull it off either, and it was reported that both Bill and his wife had the coronavirus a couple months ago, so it has hit the Cower family, and he agrees with Rodney. I, I think the coach is onto something as well, Scotty. Yeah, your boy, like, uh, and I want to go into some CBS set with him after he's been hacking it up. I don't want nothing to do with Bill Cowher right now. Thanks for that Super Bowl ring, coach, and stay away from me. And in another idea that I just think would put um, teams during this thing at a complete disadvantage, there was uh, some rumblings that the NFL teams may fly to and from their road games on the same day. So if you are playing a game on Sunday, wherever you're going to get in the plane Sunday morning, go there and then come back. Scotty, that, you know how brutal these NFL games are. You're going to tell me they're going to travel the day of the game as well. Very unfair to the road team. Yeah, I think that's a huge uh, deal uh, in terms of uh, making it uh, difficult and unfair. I think it's a huge disadvantage for the road team to fly in same day and be up in air pressure at 30,000 feet. I mean, I can barely, the minute I get off an airplane, I'm running to the header. I got to let it fly. I'm a mess. I go, I get everything. Remember Carver High, when I get off airplanes, I get sick. I get like everything going. How do you land? How do you fly three, four, five hours, land, and then get on a bus, go to a stadium and play an NFL game? You're going to lose. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. So the Kansas City situation with uh, Chris Jones is getting uh, sticky. Obviously, he wants a deal, and uh, they're at an impasse. He's threatened to hold out, and uh, this guy's a badass on that defense. But I think their thinking is is that uh, they're fine, they're deep, they won the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll do whatever we want uh, because all that matters is uh, Patrick Mahomes' happiness. And as long as Kelsey's on the field and Hill, uh, we'll be fine. Do you think uh, it's like that they care about that defense? We'll see if they give him the money. Uh, it, it's gotten to a point where uh, he's angry and says he won't play. Uh, so they got to deal with Jones. That's all there is to it. What else do we got? I know they're uh, they're saying Carbide they're tinkering with their playbook because uh, teams have the book on Mahomes, and I say my ass to that. Yeah, as far as Jones goes, what happens when you win the Super Bowl, Scotty? What happens when you look around the room? Who? What does everybody want? They want to get paid. Money. Right? Isn't it? They want money. And and Chris Jones wants his. And he was a big part of what they did, and he wants to get paid, and deservingly so. Yeah, they want to rewrite the playbook because uh, everybody knows what Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs do right now. So they're going to add in some different plays. Uh, I don't think that this is a bad thing because they're right. NFL coaches throughout this league, when they are done in January – uh, you know, when you don't win the Super Bowl and everybody gets eliminated, they all sit around in their rooms for the next nine months. And you want to know what they do? They design how to stop the best players in the league. And that's what people are going to try to do to Patrick Mahomes. That's what people are going to try to do to Lamar Jackson. They're all going to sit around in their offices for nine months and find plays that are going to stop those guys. We'll see if it works or not for both of them. Listen, I think that uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, does the old uh, turn right at the Buick, uh, go deep, and I'm going to throw it at the Buick. Uh, the guy in the Super Bowl, the pass to Hill, don't tell me that was a play. That was all ad-libbed. I think this guy, trying to read that guy is an impossibility. I think he ad-libs the whole game. And, uh, you know, I think he uh, changes up at the line. I think he does whatever he wants, and I think the coaches let him. Who will have more wins this year, Cam Newton or Tom Brady? Where would you put your money on that one, Scotty? Tom Brady will win more games than Cam Newton. But uh, if if Cam Newton is successful, uh, to me, the Patriots uh, make the playoffs with Cam Newton. That would be success to me because I don't think anyone on the face of the earth thought that they would make the playoffs with Jared Stidham. I'm sorry. I know they keep trying to sell you that they love Jared uh, Stidham, and uh, th that's a lie. Uh, they don't care about anybody. What they care about is winning, and they care about uh, cutting good deals, and uh, they want to make the playoffs. That's all that matters to them. So if Cam gets them to the playoffs, that'll be success. One more Patriot note for you. Robert Kraft's attorney says that the police used invasive surveillance in the prostitution bust of him last year. So we so we said that at the time that they were never he was never going to see the light of a jail cell. There was no chance that was ever going to happen. Nothing will happen to him, as we know. And Des Bryant is hoping to get back into the NFL. He wants redemption, Scotty. Will Des be on an NFL team in 2020? You know, uh, no, just like Ocho Ferelico, he's not playing either. All these guys think they're going to uh, get back in the league. It's not happening. As for Kraft, uh, yeah, evasive. They filmed him, uh, you know, getting action in a massage parlor. That's what they did. No one likes to get caught with their pants around their ankles 
in a house of ill repute. That's what happened to Bob Kraft. Let's stop trying to make this about the police or the massage parlor or the chicks working in the massage parlor. Let's talk about the horny, rich, billionaire, old, creepy man that went in to get his rocks off, okay? Let's let's go down to the reality of the situation. He went in there for one reason. The same reason I go in massage parlor check out. Let's head to golf now, Scotty, as the tour heads to Detroit, the Rocket Mortgage Classic this weekend, a fairly new stop on the tour. They've only been going there for a couple of years. Not a heavy hitter list of guys that are going to be there, but Bryson DeChambeau will be one of the guys there. And let's listen to him talk about his daily diet. Here is Bryson on what he eats every day. This is awesome. Mornings, I usually have four four eggs, Five pieces of bacon, some toast, and two protein shakes, two orgain uh, protein shakes. And then throughout the course of the day, I'll have you know a go macro bar here and there. I'll have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, I'll have another protein drink. I'll have at least two protein drinks on the golf course. <laughs> so every you know, six holes. So you go you know, six, 12, and then after the round, I'll have one. After that, I'm snacking when I'm practicing. After, go back to the hotel, eat a dinner, steak, potatoes. Then I'll have two protein shakes with it there as well. So you know, I'm consuming around, I'd say, six to seven of those Orgain protein shakes a day now, where I used to be, you know, two or three. Um, so as I've upped the weight, upped everything, I just had to consume a lot more. Luckily, I like the taste of those, those shakes, so I, I, can, I can take those pretty easily. What would be your caloric intake? Shoot, I have no idea. Probably, if you were to add all that up, it'd be around 3,000 to 3,500, I think. <laughs> something like that. He's tripping. I mean, he's at least double that with that just alone. The breakfast and the dinner, you know, the scrambled eggs, bacon, toast, and then the dinner, the steaks and potatoes, and then the peanut butter and jelly and, and seven protein shakes, the fat-ass protein shakes uh, to gain muscle and weight. Bro, you're seven to 9,000 calories a day, bro. I can't imagine how many trips to the header this guy's making. If you eat that much food, what goes in must come out. I can tell you that much. What a scene that's got to be. I love this guy admitting that he's just a fat ass and wants to eat everything in sight. The seafood diet is just kick ass. Well, one thing that I don't like is betting him this week. Did you see the gap between him and the other guys for the field at the Rocket Mortgage? I mean, I know that you don't have Rory this week and you don't have Dustin Johnson. You don't have some of these other guys. But you're telling me that Bryson's that big of a heavy favorite? Look at this gap, Scotty. Plus 650 all the way down to plus 1300 for Webb. Um, I'm staying away from Bryson DeChambeau this weekend at the Rocket Mortgage. That's for sure. Listen, I got no problem uh, throwing something on Simpson and uh, Victor Hovland. Uh, Ricky Fowler at plus 3,000. What do you have to lose? I, I like watching DeChambeau play golf, though. The guy comes up big on that uh, driver, and he pulls that thing out, that wicked stick. That guy, I mean, he absolutely tears into drives. Like, really like nothing I've ever seen. I guess the other big bomb hitters, you know, are what, daily back in the day kind of swung that way. But he never hit the ball as straight as DeChambeau does. No, you know you got to like crew when Scotty Scheffler is on the leader, leaders for the highest odds of the week Ooh. when he makes the list. You know it's a tough week on the PGA Tour. Six FC Dallas players have tested positive for COVID in the MLS Orlando bubble. Now, allegedly, Scotty, these guys did not have it when they got to the bubble, and now six guys have it. So that tells you uh, maybe somebody is leaving the bubble or maybe, you know, they picked it up in there. Who knows what's going on? Not a good start for FC Dallas down at the MLS bubble. Louisville, Gonzaga, and Providence will compete in the 2021 Empire Classic at MSG. If they have it this year, this is always a good one. Baylor, Michigan, North Carolina, and Villanova are going to play in it this year. That is always a good one at the Garden, Scotty. I mean, that's just a heavy hitters club right there. Baylor, Michigan, North Carolina, and nobody this year. Louisville, Zags, Providence, they'll add one more for 21. Always a huge event. Anytime there's a big preseason NIT or any kind of holiday tournament, uh, whatever, Empire Classic, whatever you want to call it. Anytime there's great basketball with uh, heavy hitters at, and, and, you know, blue chippers at the uh, Garden, the world's most famous, it's just fantastic. It doesn't get any better than that. Kids love playing at the Garden as much as pro basketball players do. It's the best moment of their lives. 
And the reason why I say they may not play the Empire Classic is here is Rick Pitino. Let's take a look at him tweeting today, Scotty. He says that the NCAA basketball, they should push it back to January, not play all of those early season games and just do conference games starting in January. Is this a possibility that Rick is bringing up? Uh, I think he's right, and I think that uh, they can't even figure out how they're going to play college football, let alone start worrying about how they're going to play college basketball in the winter. Uh, I have no problem at all starting the NBA at at Christmas or starting the college basketball season uh, January 1st. I have no problem at all. Look, what do we watch? We watch college football until the end of November, and then we wait a month and a week for bowl games that don't matter, and we wait even longer for a national championship. It's ridiculous. They should blend that all together. They should play uh, college football until November, and then they should play the bowl games right thereafter, and then at the holidays, play the national championship, and then start the NBA and college basketball season right after that. There's nothing worse than how they cross over and people lose interest in in certain sports because of it. Well, as far as moving the football season back, Penn State Athletic Director Sandy Barber says the problem with moving the games is be the proximity to the following season. He says if you move the football to the spring, they're going to finish around April, May, and that's not enough time to then have another season start in August. He may be right about that one, Scotty. Sandy needs to stop trying to pretend like he's in the Ivy League. How does that sound? (laughs) You want to talk Ivy League? I'll give you some charts and graphs here. Not from the Ivy League, but from the University of Illinois. They project coronavirus data in college football. Ready for these numbers? They are expecting a 30 to 50% infection rate out of the 13,000 players in Division I. They also project three to seven deaths. Uh, Are they serious here with this, Scotty? Listen, and then you told me Boomer Esiason's right. Did you say that to me today, too, that he said he predicted all these players were getting sick on purpose? Pete Thamel from Yahoo Sports talked to an AD who thought that, uh, you know, somewhere along those same lines, that maybe it is kind of a thing to get everybody uh, infected with the virus now in June and July so that you have everybody healthy and ready to go for September. I cannot Who believe in their right mind? that they found an AD that it would actually, you know, think that way. Who in their right mind? Honestly, like I, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like here, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down the street. I'm going to go over to my friend's house. The whole family has COVID. I'm going to spend a couple of quality hours with them in the kitchen and see if I can catch this disease. Like, who in their right mind wants to get COVID? Like, you got to be half nuts. What, so you can play college football? I mean, how stupid are these people? Seriously, I don't understand that whatsoever for one second. It makes no sense to me at all. Nick Kyrgios added again. He called Boris Becker a donut. On Twitter, Scotty, your boy Double B, Boris Becker, Kyrgios has some good ones, man. Where'd he come up with that one? A donut. I mean, that is great. It's like uh, Don Kaharski, right? Have another donut, you fat ass. I love that, Uh, Kyrgios. He is the biggest uh, D on tour. Everyone hates his guts, but he's the gift that keeps on giving. He's always doing something to upset everybody. The coronavirus surge... Uh, not enough to stop lap dances in Miami. These reports coming not from many sources down in Miami, uh, not necessarily our own Joe Ranieri, but there are sources in Miami who say that it is not enough to stop the lap dances down there. So that's it's good very important. Uh, it's very, it's an essential business. Uh, there needs to be more strip clubs open. They have great steakhouses and strip clubs. You can get a fantastic meal. I'll take Bryson DeChambeau to dinner. My girl here is good to go. And I got to tell you, she is a nine handicap at golf too. Cause when she's not dancing, we usually like to go play a quick nine check out. Bad news for me, Scotty is uh, bad news for me with Dr. Fauci saying that uh, nobody should be drinking at bars right now. There should be no drinking at Listen, bars whatsoever. Hey, hey, doctor, stay out of this. OK, stay. Shut your face. You couldn't even drink a beer without vomiting. Stay out of this. Leave the drinkers alone. We should be able to drink and smoke fatties always. Stay out of it, doctor. And WDFN in Detroit switches from sports to Black Information Network, one of the first sports stations in that city, Scotty. 
I was on uh, DFN for years, and now it's the uh, Black Information Network, so they've uh, turned it over to a political-type radio station for Blacks. Congratulations. Nice job there stealing the sports station from the fans. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't forget, uh, coming up is Game Time Decisions, top of the hour, 6 p.m. Eastern. And then don't forget, uh, Sports Grid Radio Overnights. For all on events, 1 a.m., Sports Rage with Morenci, 3 a.m., and Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel, 5 a.m. Check out Sports Grid Radio Overnights and our YouTube Sports Grid Radio page. Just go to YouTube and search Sports Grid Radio, and you can watch us uh, do the radio shows. It's always great having our radio affiliates on coast-to-coast uh, coast on Sports Grid every day. And we'll see you later tonight on Sports Grid Radio Overnights. Let's bring in Marenzi now, coming up, Game Time Decisions. Hey, Marenzi, I hope you're feeling better, buddy. Uh, tell me, uh, do you think uh, you're cool with Edmonton and Toronto, and do you think uh, that, that the new CBA, it's good that they're going to have uh, the NHL guys back in the Olympics, allegedly? Yeah, I'm really excited, actually, about the Olympics, uh, Scotty. You know, my grandfather played for Team Canada in 1936 in the Olympics. I grew up um, really, I wanted to be on Team Canada more than I wanted to be in the NHL. Sean Burke was always one of my favorite goalies uh, because he played for Team Canada. Although I, I like any Olympic hockey format. And my, for my money, guys, that's the best hockey you're ever going to see, though. When you get the best in the world representing their countries in the Olympics, is, is it's as good as it gets. But I've been listening to the show, Scotty, and great job. Uh, but I agree with everything you're saying. People are just like, let's just be real. People are stupid, okay? And now so <laughs> we're canceling preseason games. Well, we're going to play the first one and the fourth one. But magically, when the season starts the following week, we're going to be able to play every week, and everything's just going to be fine. But we can't play the Hall of Fame game. But we can't play weeks two or three. But don't worry. Weeks one through 17 will be fine because, you know, we'll just, like, wave a magic wand, and everything's going to be fine. And somehow, if you point this out, you're a hater. Oh, why are you so negative? Why we're going to keep the world closed forever? No, there's a difference between keeping the world closed forever and having 53 fat guys lie on top of each other in huddle, Scotty. Uh, I'm <laughs> glad no you're enough to see this. All right, uh, great point. Uh, check out Game Time Decisions. See you tonight on Sports Good Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.